We're recording. Hey guys, welcome to We Shouldn't Be Laughing at This podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm Susan. I'm Millie. And I'm Jordan. And just to kind of give you guys a brief overview of how and why this got started. Um, so I was a teacher for over 20 years and I have a ton of students that I have taught throughout the years. Um, and one of the things that would always just naturally happen in my classroom, it wasn't planned, was that kids would just kind of come around and um, I'd be sitting at my desk and then all of a sudden before you knew it, there'd be 15, 20 kids just sitting around just talking about randomness. I mean, music, life, relationships, everything and anything. Um, and the conversations were very raw. They were very real. Um, they were very relatable. And so anybody could walk into those conversations and be a part of it and interject and, and um, ask questions and there were a lot of friendships that were formed. There were a lot of, there was a lot of healing. I know a lot of people were like, I didn't know that so-and-so went through that too. Or, you know, there was a lot of relatability. And so Jordan and I, about a year ago, we were talking about that dynamic and how we really enjoyed that. And how could we replicate that? How could we continue um, doing that? I did quit teaching about a year and a half ago. Um, and so I was like, that's kind of something that I miss. And so we kind of came up with the idea of this podcast because we were like then we can reach a bigger audience and include more people in these conversations that always um were were super engaging and like i said they're they were helpful and they were it, it was a lot of learning that was going on um and so that's where the idea of this came from the name of the podcast comes from the fact that a lot of the times um some of the things that we would talk about although they were kind of on the heavier or darker side we would always find the humor in them um and so you guys will see as you come along this journey with us that that humor will extend out um, and you will get to see sometimes that it just peaks in. We'll laugh about certain things um, because we are of the mindset that you either get better or you get bitter and we would rather get better. And I mean, what better way to heal from something than to laugh about it and find the humor and find the goodness um, and, and the joy in every situation. And so that's kind of where we're going with this. And so we hope that you guys enjoy it and that you feel like you're a part of the conversation just like all of my students throughout all the years have felt and been comfortable and and uh we're excited yes hell yeah okay this is the valentine's day episode happy valentine's day everybody i hope you guys have a good day today whether you're celebrating it with your loved one or friend whatever the case may be i hope you guys have a lovely day today okay so in saying that we have all questions relationship valentine's day that's what we're going to be talking about so i got a list of questions for y'all we're going to run through them get y'all's opinions I'll, i'll chime in obviously and then we'll just have a good time you know the first question i'm gonna ask y'all is is valentine's day overhyped whoever wants to go first can answer that we've talked about this before but maybe y'all's opinions have changed i don't know what do y'all think is valentine's day overhyped i i mean i i'll go ahead and start off i i think it is overhyped um i think that there is there's a lot of value in the, in holidays. I mean, I think it's, it's intentional and it brings people together, but it is very commercialized. Um, and so I would rather somebody be kind and loving to me all year long instead of just one day. Um, you know, and, and not to say that I don't appreciate flowers and candy and gifts and all that other good stuff, but, um, I'm more of a time person. I like somebody to be intentional all the time, um, and to be loving and kind all the time and not just, Oh, 
you know, February 14th here, I better go show the person that I'm with that I love them. Let me go spend $50 on stuff that they may or may not want. Um, and again, it's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, I think gifts and, and that type of thing are nice, but I, um, I do think, I guess leading back to the question, it is overhyped. It's, it's commercialized. It's just like every other holiday anymore. It's, it's about money and it's about making, um, these big corporate, um, companies money. That's, that's what it's about. So that's my opinion. Um, I would say, yeah, I think it is kind of overhyped. Like Susan said, like all the commercials and whatnot. And like, it's just like a big, one big profit, I guess. And like, um, I just feel like why not just spread the love around all year, not just for one special day, you know, like why not just be like, oh, let me get my girlfriend flowers because, you know, I love her, you know, or like, I don't know. I don't think it should be just on February 14th. Spread the love all year round. Love me three, six, five. Um, okay. I have a different opinion. I've been thinking about it since like, cause obviously we've discussed these questions. We've talked through them. Um, but my thing with is Valentine's day overhyped is specifically the reason I don't think it's overhyped is because I like the thought of number one for anybody who's not as creative. It just gives you an excuse. You have all of these different things that you, that may not be at your disposal, um every other day of the year that you're like okay i'm gonna get this for my girl or for my wife or for my fiance whatever or for my boyfriend for those y'all out there um the men with boyfriends it's pretty cool good for you but we (laughs) i don't know why i said that (laughs) but uh, i'm trying to be inclusive i'm overthinking it um but yeah Long story short, I like the thought of it because if you're not as creative, if it's hard for you to come up with ideas for like you want to do something special for somebody, but you may not be as creative in that sort of a field. I think it's it's just a good option for you to have all of these different things to buy for the person. The other reason I think that it's not overhyped and y'all can refute these points that I'm saying. Um, the other reason I think it's it's not overhyped is it's just create like during the year it's it can be so hectic especially like you were saying bouncing from holiday to holiday you got valentine's day you got christmas you got birthdays you have all of these different things that you might be celebrating and giving gifts for um valentine's day specifically if you're in a relationship i think is cool because it's just a day that now it's specifically for you and i like if we have if you have kids for example we're leaving the kids at home um they can babysit themselves or we're getting a babysitter and <laughs> we're watch your damn self <laughs> we don't love you guys Fuck you. <laughs> that's crazy but um but yeah it's just a, a special time like it gives you an excuse i guess you could say to do something special um like you said, it shouldn't just be February 14th, but I like the thought of having that day as an extra day to celebrate. Mm, yeah, I see your vision. I see your view. I mean, I, yeah, I, I get it. I, I see where you're coming from. And I think, like I said, I think the sentiment is nice, but I think it goes back to, is it overhyped as being like the center question? And I think it is because truthfully, I mean, in my own opinion, I don't see any creativity in it. They're all the same flowers. It's all the same box of chocolates. Yeah. It's all the same teddy bears and, and there's nothing creative about it to me at all. I had, um, 
somebody that I dated years ago. Um, he was really, really good at like the creative gifts. And I don't expect everybody to be like this, but um, we used to love to travel. I still do. I, that's always been one of my favorite things to do. And so for, I think it was for our anniversary, <laughs> he, I didn't know this, but he had collected something from every single one of our dates. So like we went to Yellowstone and he got postcards and then like the first ticket stub for the movies that we went to, he had that. Um, like there was a really nice restaurant we went to and he had like, I don't remember if it was like a napkin. It was something from the restaurant and he had taken, um, these little twinkle lights and he had put them all across my room and he had like strung them going back and forth. And it was essentially a timeline of our relationship up to that point. And so it started with like our very first date, which was a bottle cap because we used to go to this bar in Denver where they would give you a bottle cap to trade in because it would be like buy one get one beers or whatever Mm -hmm. and so he that was the very first that's how we met and so the very first thing was the bottle cap and then from there it went to like one of the first restaurants we went to and then um like so there was something that represented all the lights were twinkling and he had the flowers and it was really really sweet that's super creative so those are the things to me that I'm like, okay, you put a lot of effort into this versus going to Walgreens and dropping $50 on a box of chocolates. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that to sound ungrateful because it's still sweet. But it was creative. But it's mm-hmm. creative. And to mm-hmm. me, it showed like he has an interest in me beyond let me do this because it's obligatory. Because if I don't, then I'm a bad boyfriend and she's going to look at me like I'm a piece of crap, which I wouldn't. I'm not. I mean, I like I said, I won't not take a gift from somebody in a relationship with. Um, but I'm more somebody who enjoys time Mm -hmm. and like, that's, that's more important to me. It's like, let's do things together. Let's go to a concert. Let's go to the movies. Let's travel. Let's go see new things. I would rather that than you're going and you're spending, you know, two, $300 on me for a holiday that, you know, half the time I'm not eating the chocolates, you know? So, I don't know. I, I do think it's overhyped. I think it's it's definitely overhyped. And I think that um puts a lot of pressure on people, especially men. Mm-hmm. Because I hear a lot of men a lot of times, and maybe you can speak to this, Jordan, but I hear a lot of men who are like, I didn't know what to get her. And so I just grabbed what I could. And I and it's it's funny if you guys see the guys shopping at the store and you see them looking at the flowers and the cards and they look lost. They look like they're solving they a math look equation. Lost. Mm-hmm. They just are kind of like it's like overload. I was watching somebody today um, when we were standing oh, there yeah, Ross, and right? he kept grabbing mm-hmm. something off the shelf and then he'd put it back and then he'd grab it and put it back and then he'd look at it and then he'd like put it back. Yeah. And you could tell his mind was just like, damn it, is she going to like this or is she not? Because I mean, we know that sometimes the person that you're with is not always going to be appreciative of what you're giving them, man, male or, or female, you know? And so like, um, it goes both ways sometimes, but um, I think that it's it's pressure filled. I think especially for guys. So so would heavy. you say so you would say that Valentine's Day is more for women than men? Um, I think that the expectation lies on the the man to make it something um, something I guess uh, special, um, romantic. Yeah, if you're in a romantic relationship, it 100 percent falls on the man. I agree. I mean, I think that as the female, you definitely should be um you know taking care of your man as well and and making sure that he feels loved and appreciated but i think the consequences are a lot bigger 
if the man doesn't get something for the female than if the female doesn't get something for the man. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, I would definitely say that. I would definitely agree with that. I have been in that position of like, what the hell am I supposed to get? Like, because like you said, you don't, I, I know a lot of women have that opinion. Like there's going to, you see a teddy bear in the store and you're like 50 other women got the same teddy bear mm -hmm. and three other women are in line or three other women have their boyfriends in line right now buying this box of chocolates for them. Um, so it can, if you care enough, it's going to be difficult because you're standing there. Like I could see myself in the position as that guy, like being like, damn, <laughs> shit, it. like, oh, what flowers <laughs> does she like? Um, does she even like flowers? What flavor of chocolate she's like? Mm -hmm. I remember an experience of getting a girl a box of chocolates when I was still in high school, I think. And um, she didn't like some of the flavors of chocolates that were in there. And she definitely made it a point to tell me she didn't like all the chocolates that were in there. She was like, yeah, I just wish there were more, uh, like, that kind of, that's how she said it. Like, I just wish there were more flavors that I actually liked in there. Like it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you n once you have an experience like that, you never want that shit to happen again. So it's mm -hmm. it makes it even harder. Um, and I don't know. It's just... I, I wish the feeling were the same. I wish the the odds were even, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know that if I'm dating a woman, that she's feeling the same way. Like, she's taking the time to think what's going to be special for me as opposed to just looking in the aisle that says Valentine's Day cards for him or for guys and just picking one out and just, just calling it a day. I feel like... um. I feel like Valentine's Day, I think it should be for both, like, for men and women. Like, I feel like women should definitely spoil their men. But like Susan said, um, it is, like, it is, like, what did she say? It is, like, bad. It comes back to the guy if the guy doesn't get lot, Yeah, then there's a lot more pressure on, yeah, on guys. Yeah, if the guy doesn't get anything for the girl. But I do feel like on Valentine's Day, both men and females deserve a gift especially if you're in a relationship like i know if i was in a relationship i would spoil my man but back to what you said i would take the time while i'm in a relationship i would take the time to know what he genuinely likes and not just going to the valentine's gift and getting the same gift that everyone else is getting for the significant other you know i think the other thing too that i was thinking about as you were talking about that is there's just a lot of the same like group think going on like you can go on tiktok and look up valentine's day ideas mm -hmm. and it's all of the same thing like the valid like the same kind of valentine's basket like where to shop for valentine's gifts for your boyfriend like that sort of shit it just makes it even like i don't know it just makes it harder to be unique when there's so much of the same idea floating you could be influenced and not even know it well it lends itself to the idea of and it's kind of been a long-standing joke that um you know guys and women do this too um but you know when a guy has multiple women on his roster and he'll go through and he'll copy paste good morning beautiful mm. to all of them yeah, copy paste good night beautiful Hope your day's going well. Um, and so sometimes the men in the store, because I've seen men buying multiple items, and I'm like, how many are you buying for and who are you buying for? Like, That's because crazy. if you, and I mean, truthfully, like, 
we we know like unfortunately like infidelity is a thing so like it's a huge thing yeah so i mean as you're thinking as i'm thinking about that or as i'm seeing sometimes some of these people out at the stores and buying things i'm like sometimes my mind does go there where i'm like who are you buying all this for that leads me to my next question do you think valentine's day should be just like is it only about romantic love or is it a good occasion to celebrate friendship or just love for anyone as well? Because my thing is he could have like, I've been in that position before. I bought multiple Valentine's day gifts before, but once for my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you... and it's, it's not always a negative thing, but I do know that that exists. It does. And so I think just having to bring that up because it's like, there is, it's, it's that devil's advocate, right? Like, you know, that there are those men who are genuinely like, let me go buy stuff for my grandma and my mom and my aunt and my daughter and my wife. And then there's the men who are like, let me go buy stuff for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then my main chick, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause they literally will do that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I just, like I said, I have to play both sides of that. Cause I, I do sometimes wonder, I, I see that look in some of their eyes and I'm like, like guilty. Yeah, like, I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? Spending all your hard earned money on these crappy chocolates. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What, what do you think that's going to get you? But yeah, back to your question, Jordan. I think Valentine's Day is for should be for um wait. Like said, is it about romantic love or should it be about your love for other people too? Like friends, family. Truthfully, we know Valentine's Day is for romantic couples because you can see the ads, you can see the commercials. It's all couples doing stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I think it should be for everyone, you know? Like not only couples, I think it should be for friends too. Like Remember last time we were talking, y'all? Like, girls, they have Galentines. Guys, if you didn't know, I just figured out what the word Galentines means. I did not know it meant girl Valentines. So, noted. But, yeah, I just think it should be for everyone. Spread the love with everybody. I think that um, I think that it, it was intended to be a romantic um, holiday, intended to be for, for couples. And then I think that um, as you know, time went on, it has extended itself out. So Galentine's, yeah, girlfriends are celebrating each other. I don't think guys are sitting around, you know, with their <laughs> guy, yeah, like, yeah, guys. like, let's hey, each other hey some Jordan, let's, uh, let's, let's have a candlelit dinner in my living room because <laughs> yeah, we're like, all single. Like, you know what I mean? the like, fuck? So um, I think for me, one of the things that, um, you know, the holiday, obviously it represents a lot as far as, you know, the people that are around you, who you love. Um, and like, I will always say, I think you have to show that appreciation for them always, but, um, I think the love needs to extend to yourself. Um, and you got to love your damn self. And so if nobody is buying you those gross chocolates or the flowers that everyone else is getting, go get them for your damn self, love yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's where a lot of the heartache comes from right now is because people aren't loving themselves. They're so busy trying to find a hole in somebody else hole is in w-h-o-l-e not, yeah, not-, <laughs> not, not the, well some of some people are looking for other holes but that's <laughs> neither here nor there but um they're looking to make themselves a complete person we'll say that um th- through being in a relationship with somebody else and you can't do that you have to love yourself first because if you don't then nobody else is going to value you um and only you know obviously what you're putting out there and and who you are. And so, yeah, if you want those flowers, buy them for yourself. If no one else is going to get them for you, go get that shit for yourself. Amen. Book yourself a massage. 
get your nails done, do something good for yourself. And I think that's where it needs to start. I think people are so overly worried about, you know, what is my friend going to think if I don't get them the perfect gift or what is my boyfriend or what is this or what is that? And it's like, what about you? You know, because I see so many people who are like, well, I ended up getting my boyfriend this and this and that. And all he got me was fill in the blank or vice versa. And it's like, go get it for your damn self then. I mean, you, you have to find a way to to make sure that you're loving yourself. So for me, that's where it kind of comes from first. So mm-hmm. what about you, Jordan? What about what was the question again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was so numbered by what Is you were saying. Valentine's Day more about romantic couples? Oh, or should it be about yeah, 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 yeah. OK, you, I can really, remember. You know, the... you forgot the question, too. It, <laughs> yeah. took, you a, it took you a yeah, second. I was no, enamored by what you were saying. I can remember like, what the question exactly was. Um, I do think obviously we all know, like you just said, we all know that it was intended for romantic love. We know the biggest advertisements for Valentine's Day are involving romantic love, but I do think that it's like it's rapidly changing. Uh, obviously, there are certain social societal norms that it's really with women, like friend groups involving women. Like if if I as a man who has friends that are mostly women, like if I told my friends who are women, like, Hey, let's go do something for Valentine's day. Like no, like romantic shit. Or like if I was friendly with a woman and it's like, I got you some flowers. Cause I know you're kind of sad about not having a Valentine's day or a Valentine's. This is not like romantic at all. It's just like, as your friend, like I care about you and I want you to, I want you to have something special today. Um, I think that's becoming a lot more normal. Um, the same thing, like you said, though, it's not a group of a dudes that are like, hey, let's, let's go on a date. Let's go on a guy's date. And if date. you are, then that's That's awesome. cool, though. Like, that's your business. To you, but but I, that's just not happening. I just don't see guys are so much less complicated. And <laughs> I mean, I, I can see guys being like, I'm going to go out to a bar, play pool or something, but not to be like, oh, let's. Set up this guy in times day. Guy in times. That wow, that's crazy. Um, that might stick. I guy in times yeah. day. There's, I mean, there's, there's a whole name for for women. Why not for the, for the men? But yeah, I mean, I I don't know what guys. I don't know how guys hype each other up and they're like, hey, bro, I'm sorry you're single and that you're alone. How but do, let's all hang out. How do guys hype each other up, Jordan? I don't think they do. I feel like like... I feel like they don't I feel like if you're a guy like even just giving another man a compliment on something like if you're a man and you're giving another man a compliment a lot of the time you're going to phrase it as a joke it could even be something is surface level like you and your girl y'all got a really cool good relationship like you don't hear that from men often you don't hear men like I love the the thing that you did with your girlfriend like I want to do the same thing I want to work towards being a like how you are with your girl. I want a relationship like that. Or even as a single man, if you have a friend in a relationship, having that same idea, you just don't hear that often. Um, it's I, men are weird. That's why I, I think men are men are um, they're simple. It's a lot. They're a lot more simple. I think that women have so many more emotions. Um, hormones are a very real thing for women and guys. Like you will, you will never understand. Like everything that women go through, like mm-hmm. it's insane how overthinking. Much... Oh, but no. I mean, not just that. I'm talking about like I'm talking about just physiologically the science behind men versus women. Men are just like the majority of men are overgrown children. They're just children with money, mm-hmm. is what it is. And 
I think that's why more often than not, I tend to get along with guys better because I like that simplicity. I don't always like the overly complicated, you know, like the, the drama and this and that and blah, 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 and whatever. So like, I, I'm so used to like the guy energy and the, I'm going to, you know, wrestle and fight you and punch you in the face. And then like two minutes later, we're best friends and we're good. And girls are like, Oh, you called me what? And then like 10 years later, Oh, that bitch, you're ready to fight her because you can't stand her because you're still holding on to that. And guys don't care. Yeah. Like guys are so, so much mm -mm -mm. more basic. But I think in saying that too, I think guys have been taught to be men, to hold your That's what I was going to gonna hold say. Hold your feelings back, to not say anything because if you do, then you're no longer considered a man, which I I mean I understand to a certain extent. I don't necessarily want a man that's walking around acting like a woman. I, I, I don't want that. Exactly. But like, if you're in a relationship with me, like I want you as my man to be able to trust me and to say like, Hey, like this didn't really feel too good. Or what do you think about this? Or like, this is my emotion. It's or, this just is about the balance about between the two. Yeah. Cause that's what I was going to say when you were saying your first point is I think a lot of the time guys have the same feelings as like how you brought up like overthinking. Like there's a lot of men that overthink about oh, things. 100%. It's just, it's not, it's not societally normal, I guess, if that's the right term. It's not, like, agreed upon that it's okay for men to express those feelings. Right. Like, damn, I just don't feel confident today. It's hard for a man to say that. It's hard for a man to say that to a lot of women and then not be turned off by that, I guess you could say. Or just... Or can you imagine a man, a, a man walking in, and I tell the girls this all the time, and I'm guilty of it, too. But can you imagine walking into a group of guy friends... And be like, guys, I just feel so fat today. <laughs> I just, I'm not feeling my outfit today. Mm -hmm. You will never hear a guy say that mm -hmm. ever. And girls are constantly, oh my gosh, I don't like how this fits. Or there's a role here. Or there's this. Or there's that. And it's like, um, yeah, I always get on you guys about it. And I, I have to catch myself uh, too. I do have to catch myself with it too because it's so easy to nitpick. And guys are like, yeah, guys don't care. See, and that's the thing. We do care. We just don't say that. Like, mm -hmm. there's, especially if you're trying to impress a woman or you're trying to impress yourself, you're trying to look good in general. There's so many times as a man where I wake up in the morning and I'm trying to pick out an outfit to go out, like, just for recreation. I'm like, I just don't like any, I don't feel good in anything. I feel fat. I feel, I don't feel So like, that makes sense, but... I will say there, there's a difference here because, and you guys will see this at some point. I used to be a lot larger. Wait, can we answer <laughs> and, your picture? Right Wait, with your permission, of course. I don't care. Everyone is, I mean, it's all, it's all over my Instagram and like you guys, people have seen it. Like I'm, I'm really, really proud of the fact that like, I'm just came a long way. Yeah. Actually. Like lost a whole other person, body type, whatever. But even when I was fluffier, um, I loved clothes. I've always loved clothes. And I mean, there was a point in time where I used to wear heels to work every single day. And people were like, why do you do that? I'm like, cause you just feel better. You feel more dressed. So even when I was larger, I still took the time to look nice and to dress. Well, there are people who, whether they're large or not, I feel like genuinely don't care mm -hmm. in Colorado. No offense, but people here just do not care how they look i mean the, the i get it there's appropriateness and some people are going to have their opinions on on this stuff one way or another but like 
you go to the gym, people are working out in their pajamas. Oh my God. You're going to tell me that you don't have all of what? Two seconds to throw on a pair of sweats and be appropriate. You're in your pajamas. Like, all right, good on you that you're at the gym and you're working out, but there's appropriateness. So I get what you're saying. I just don't know that everybody has that internal conversation with themselves that are like, what am I going to wear today? Do I look appropriate? I'm very attracted to men who dress well. I love that. And smell good. I love and a man the, that smells the, good. Yeah, the smell, well, they have to smell good. I mean, anybody, like, I'm, I'm not going near you if you smell right. Yeah, but I think that is, like, smell good and you don't smell like anything. Like, you don't have cologne on, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have to have cologne on to... Just don't to, stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not oh, be okay, a, okay. Just to not be, like, a funk bag walking around, like, offending everybody. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have cologne and it doesn't have to be expensive because, I mean, there's there's two sides to that. I just... I think that a well-dressed man in any situation and a woman is going to draw different attention. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be that way. And I've always said that to everybody because everyone's like, oh, you're always like dressed up and you this and you that. And I'm like, I don't do it for anybody else. I do it for myself because I feel good. If I walked into the gym in my pajamas, I'd probably be sitting on the floor and then end up taking it. Like I, I would not take it seriously. You look good. You feel good. Yeah. Like I would not take it. It's like you dress to impress. You dress for success. It's a very real thing for a reason. Um, so, I mean, I've seen some pretty large men who dress really well. And because of that, I'm like, Hey, you're a little bit fluffy, but damn, like you look good. You're taking care of yourself. You're wearing a good outfit. Like you smell good. Like I know that, you know, behind closed doors, you're eating like 10 cheeseburgers and that's okay, but you look good. I like, like cheeseburgers mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like it, there's a certain level of appropriateness, I guess that I would say a lot of people don't have. And I mean, I've, I've traveled to a lot of places and so i see other people in other places that are more dressed up and they you know kind of care about their appearance more i've heard a lot of people complain about it here in colorado where they're like people do not care. they don't give a fuck i can't stress care this enough guys please don't wear your pajamas at the gym all <laughs> She's right triggered like <laughs> amount of people that i've seen unmotivated are just sitting there on their phones or walking around how many let's actually talk about that how many people have we seen at the gym just walking around dabbing people up saying hello not doing anything yeah but i think so i think that's a conversation a whole other conversation because that's more about like just mm -hmm. etiquette and just just gymnasts i guess i mean i think i think people are using things like the gym um and grocery stores as a social outlet now because we do see people at the gym and we'll get into this conversation because i think there's a lot of value in that conversation mm -hmm. but i think it's, it's going to derail us um i do think that people are using things like the gym and that to replace what they're missing socially um, there's nothing wrong with it. I would rather somebody be at the gym working out, getting healthy than sitting at home doing nothing. I, I, I'm not discouraging it. I'm just saying, I think that there is, we have seen it a lot. I mean, we're there five out of the seven days of the week. And so, um, and we go at all different times of day. And so we've, we've gotten to see it. Um, but, but, but yeah, yeah, I think don't wear your pajamas at the gym. guys. Yeah. <laughs> so circling back to the, the, how men are, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna walk into a room full of men. And I've heard men compliment other men like, Oh, wow. You look, you look sharp. You look good. I've heard those things come out, but, um, got that shit on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've never, 
I've never heard a man walk in and be like, oh, guys, I just feel so fat today. Just feel so just ugly today. <laughs> like my my pants are just about to pop off and I'm yeah, like that's crazy. sucking it in. Yeah, that's crazy. It's different. <laughs> it's different. Speaking of the gym. Okay. I, I just want to go back to this specific topic of do you think it's okay for people to like like flirt at the gym or like like try to get a woman's attention at the at the gym do you think that's that can be okay or not at all like don't bother me at the gym i think it depends on how it's done um i think that more more often than not i think people are at the gym if you're at the gym you're not wanting to waste your time mm-hmm. you know people are there either before work or after work um so they're tired they just sometimes just want to get their workout in I mean, we tend to, we tend to have fun. We mess around, we're dancing, Mm -hmm. we're jamming out, we're like just picking on each other. And so we're enjoying that. Um, I've had some good interactions with guys who've come up to me in the gym where it hasn't been weird felt. Yeah. Where it hasn't felt off. Like, I mean, I was coming out of the sauna one day and this guy like followed me out and was like, Hey, have you ever been in the steam room? And I was like, Oh no, I don't like it. Like, it's not my favorite. And he's like, well, you got to stay in the sauna longer. And so he was just doing it to have a conversation with me, but he wasn't disrespectful. Like it wasn't rude. He wasn't getting in the way of like my workout. Cause I was walking out of the sauna. So he knew I was like headed out somewhere. Um, he kept the conversation brief. Um, and then obviously dropped in there when I like went down to turn my music off on my phone he dropped in there. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Am I getting you in trouble with your dude? And I was like, there is, there is no dude. <laughs> I'm like, you're good, but it was respectful. Um, so I can't say I've ever had a disrespectful encounter. I mean, there's always people that, you know, that, you know, I've known from the past that will come up to you and there's, there's, uh, there's certain ones that I'm just like, I would rather you pretend you don't know me, but that's just not going to happen. But, um, I mean, I think for the most part, people are so in their own zone that having there's there's too many awkward things, I think, that can get in the way of having like a good conversation with somebody because a everyone's got their their headphones on. So Mm -hmm. you're listening to music. Then you got the loudness of the equipment. Then you're moving equipment. Yes. So there's so many little things that can get in the way of like having a real genuine conversation. And then what are you going to do? Be like all right, well, I'm trying to get my workout done and you're kind of bothering me. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm doing a minute rest in between sets and you're kind of talking to me and like, bye, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's the best place to pick somebody up. Um, yeah, I don't either. I think people are just a little bit too focused, but I will say it is a good place for some eye candy. I mean, the gym. Yeah. Oh, when we go there, it's, but I will never speak to them. <laughs> well, I mean, we've had conversations with some of them where, you know, like there's, it's, it's a fun, it's mm-hmm. a fun back and forth and it's, it yeah. doesn't last long, but maybe we can insert some clips of us messing around at the gym. Cause it's kind of funny. <laughs> Just the randomness. Um, she sat on me guys. I almost suffocated. Yeah, she almost killed me. <laughs> she deserved it. But um, so, yeah, I don't know. Have you gone up to anybody at the gym? No, never. Okay. Yeah, Why? I could never. What's, what's prevented you from that? <laughs> it's like you said, like, I know that no one wants to be bothered at the gym or not no one. But I know that it's number one. It's hard. Like you said, everybody has their headphones in. It's like, hey, 
you take your headphones like off? Your, yeah, your it's just so weird out. and awkward trying to get a, a woman's attention at the gym. I also know the gym is such a specific place, like even down to what you're wearing at the gym might be different than what you're wearing anywhere else. Right. So you're getting more attention from men than you might normally. So, and I hate, I despise the thought of being just one of like the 15 men that's going to hit on you somewhere. Like that's never going to be me. Um, well, and the odds are against men at the gym because typically there are, I mean, it's, it's the three of us. So me, me um, Jalen and Millie go together and there have been several times where we're like, what three out of like 10 women and the rest of the people there are men there's a sausage fest it is like you look around and (laughs) i mean honestly that's what it is and so you look around and you're like this is a lot of dudes Mm -hmm. so i'm sure a lot of these guys are thinking along those same lines am i gonna put myself out there what if she has a man already and i go up to her and i'm talking to her or you know what if she doesn't like men (laughs) and you strike out in that in that place Uh you know what i mean and so there's a lot of there's a lot of variables and then inherently you're putting yourself in a pretty competitive place like you said there's 15 dudes for every one girl so yeah it's hard for me to like go up to women in a lot of different settings the gym is just the worst one to go up to a woman in like it's just hard like even the whole like approaching a woman thing is so difficult for me because i i just go through all of the different like things that could go wrong like i don't want to sound corny i don't want to bother her she could be a lesbo um don't you end up though by doing that you end up overthinking then and then yeah. you end up probably I recognize making that. it worse for yourself. Uh, trust me, I recognize that. It's just so hard not to. Like, because, like, Sorry not to cut you off because like you know everyone like at the gym is there for one thing. <laughs> yeah, the least. gym, but I'm saying like everywhere. Like It doesn't matter where I'm at. I could be, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like when I went on that cruise, like in the club trying to talk to women, the women I talked to on that cruise ship, they talked to me first. Mm. It's hard for me to be like, I don't even know what to say. It's hard. Like what, what could a guy say to you to get your, like to start a conversation where it's not sounding weird. What are you drinking? That looks interesting. It's green. That looks really good. What is that? What's in there? Okay. What's what's your favorite? Is this what you normally get? What's your favorite drink? Oh, so where are you from? Have you been on cruises before? Is this your first time? Oh, who are you here with? Okay. What's your favorite part of it? Did you catch that show? Did you see the karaoke the other night? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, how funny was that guy? If you haven't caught karaoke, you got to try it. It's so much fun. You go down, it's at the bottom level, it's here, it's there. That's how you do it. Mm -hmm. You literally just make it as natural as possible. Mm -hmm. And you don't go into it with the mind. And and I don't, when I do that, I don't do it because I'm trying to hit on somebody. I do it because I genuinely like talking to people. Yeah, exactly. And I, like I have met the coolest people when I'm traveling, I'm still friends with several people that I've met like while traveling, like I'm friends with them on Facebook, social media, like I've interacted with them still outside of the vacation I met them on. Um, But for me, it's just about like, people don't always get asked questions about Mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. So like the, the, when I was in South Carolina, I met these two really cool ladies that were just getting plastered at this amazing barbecue spot. They're just drinking beer. And so they weren't looking to have a conversation with me. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, ladies, what are we drinking? And they're like, oh, the beer, it's so good. It's like $3. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cheap. And then I was like, I'm not a big beer drinker, the carbonation. She's like, what do you like? And I was like, oh, I like my my vodka, my tequila. Like, I like my drinks. And then she was just like, calls the waitress over and she's like, 
get her whatever she wants. So then they start buying me drinks. And then I start talking to them. And one of the ladies was like, I was like, so what do you ladies do? Where are you from? And one's like, oh, I'm from California. They're best friends. They had known each other since they were like 15 years old. These ladies are like 65. So they're really cool little old ladies. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, what do you do? She like is the head of the like USDA in California. And she goes, do you know what I do for a living? She goes, I can't, I count cattle. That's what I do. And I was like, hold up, back the truck up. What do you mean? And then she went into full detail. I learned so much about what they do that like, it was the coolest thing ever. I got her information. I got her phone number. So I think it was last week. Somebody had a question about like cattle and and this and that. They were watching a documentary and I was like, I know who knows texted her and she gave me the answer right away um i think you overthink it too much i do and you just just have to go in and just be yourself and just just talk to people because and i i get it all the time too where people are like you're so nice like you have such a nice smile but it's because the majority of the people walk around with rbf true you walk past people they're not looking you in the eye like i do i'll look at people in the eye and i'm like hi or like if they open the door, I'm like, thank you so much. And I make eye contact with them on purpose. I told the girls this at church on Sunday. They have these baskets. And when you walk in, it's it's got mints. And then I think, what is the other side? It's like, is it lollipops or something? Mm-hmm. But they always have like some kind of a treat so that if you're sitting, you know, during the service or whatever, you can take the mint, you can have it or whatever. It's just a really sweet gesture that they do. And so we walk, usually walk past them. And I told the girls, I was like, don't just say no to everything because sometimes people are like, no, thank you. I'm good. And you think you're being, you know, kind or whatever. But when you actually say yes and you allow them to give you something, you're allowing them to gift you. Like it's, it's. They the, want to gift you right. something. And, and the Bible you're says. You're doing more for them right. by and, accepting and it. Like there truly is. You can't always be a giver. You have to learn how to be a good taker too. Because when somebody, you know, invites you and says, hey, can I get you something to drink? And you're like, no, I'm good. Thank you, though. It feels a lot better when you're like, yeah, actually, what do you have? And then you can start building from there. And That's people a weird struggle habit of mine. That. Yeah, I, I feel like every time like someone offers, I feel like you know that about me. Like mm-hmm. the, the first time I'm at somebody's house or like whenever someone offers me things, I'm like, oh, no, it's OK. I'm good. I'll wait. And because like, you don't want to be a bother. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I could be I'm at somebody's exactly house. Like I huh. I'm exactly like you. I yeah. Yeah. Cause like I could be at somebody's house like starving. Like I hate all day. It's like eight o'clock at night and I haven't, I've been up since four o'clock in the morning and I ain't ate nothing. And then we're like, oh, do you want something to eat? And I'm like, mm, I'm okay. And I'm like, oh, my stomach See, like, oh, and, some, oh. and here's the thing. Like when you say no, and I'm not saying you always have to say yes, because sometimes you're just like, you know what? No, thank you. Like, I'm okay. I'm really okay. Like when we went to the Super Bowl party and my brother-in-law was like, what do you guys need to drink? And I was like, I got my coffee. I'm good. Thank you though. And then later on, I went and got myself a drink, but, um, you tend to take away from what somebody wants to give when you say no. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody is like, Hey, I made dinner. Do you want to come join us? Like you don't have to sit and like pig out, but like just sitting there and being like, yeah, absolutely. This looks so good. And you better pray and hope it's good. But, um, you you better hope it's not, it's not some, some weird, um, stuff. Mushrooms. Yeah. But like, I, I think that that's, it's a skill that, that needs to happen. And I mean, Jalen, when we went to church, I think I, after I had the conversation with you guys that next Sunday, we went to church 
And she walked right up to the lady holding the basket. And that lady had the biggest smile on her face when Jalen went and grabbed the, the candy out of the basket. And it's something that they do every Sunday. But like she was able to serve her and be like, oh, look, she took something like she was able to get it. And like it made her feel good. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird tangent, but it's such an important skill that we have to learn how to be okay with letting people do for us. I've had to learn that the hard way. Sheesh, man. Okay, let's get back to some Valentine's questions. <laughs> we went off on a tangent. Um, Sorry about that, y'all. As we do. Have That's you ever okay. asked a man on a date before? No. Would you? No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. Um. <laughs> so, and I guess... I keep looking at this list of questions. I like, I'm reading off I, of this list. I've been I don't asking know if I would say that questions. I... No, I, I can't. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I never have. Um. I feel like it's... I'm very traditional and, um, you know, I can show you that I'm interested in you without having to flat out be like, so do you want to go grab dinner or do you want to go grab drinks? Like to me, that's, that's a masculine thing to do. And I know that everyone's going to be like, Oh, TikTok, Instagram tells you, you have to be in your feminine. There's a very real thing with that. Um, I think when you take those things away from the man, um, he's no longer the man, you know what I mean? And so like, no offense to anybody who's gone and done this, but like when women propose to men, it just That's an extreme for me. That's what that I was about weird. to say. I was about to be like asking a well, man Well I don't want to say weird, but that's asking a man to go out on a date is like asking a man to get married. Like getting down like me getting down one and be like, Oh, do you want to get married? Like, no, I would never I think in the right context, it could be different. Like yeah. as a man, if a, if I were like already like talking to this woman, like flirting with her and then she's like, like you said, like, oh, do you want to get a drink sometime? Like that's that's kind of cool. Like that's that's really attractive that you have the con. It just shows confidence to me like that. You have the confidence to not. Well, you're not waiting for me to ask you like. Well, see, Even though I have every intention of asking you. Right. Um, like, it's not like as a man, I would be like, like, I'm supposed to ask you that question. The marriage thing is totally different for me. <laughs> don't yeah. get me wrong. That shit's I'm not doing that. That's weird. Um, that changes every single dynamic um, going into a marriage. That's like, it's just too specific for me. But the going out for a drink sometime, I think that's kind of cool. I like that. I, not that I'm like going around like you gotta ask me first, but I just think that's cool. Like that's a, that would be a nice. I, it's so happened to me before. That's a nice change of pace. I don't. I won't ask. I, won't I understand. Ask, don't get me wrong. But I also don't make it so difficult. I mean, I think that I'm pretty. I'm pretty friendly. I'm pretty easy to approach. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that uh, <laughs> that being said, um there's other ways of going about letting the man know that like you're interested without flat out being like, True. do you want to go get a drink? Do you mm -hmm. want to take me to dinner? Because then, then what does that mean? So if the female asks you, then is she paying for your dinner? Is she buying your drinks? Cause she asked you. Yeah. I haven't thought about it like that. I would never want that, but I haven't thought about it like that. I guess that is a, a weird thing to asking. think about. And so uh -huh. to me, and, and again, I think this just goes back to, I, I'm traditional. I, I will let a man know I'm interested. I will also let a man know I'm not interested. I'm not going to be a bitch about it, but I'm going to very, very clearly be like, hey, you know, we're, we're friends. This is this is where I see us. And I also I 
I, I don't have a very good poker face. So if I'm uninterested, you're going to know. Mm-hmm. And um, in the way that I interact with you, in the way that, well, and I'm not going to give you like a bitchy ass look, but I, my interaction with you is going to be different. And if I've already said to you, like, hey, I'm not interested in you as anything more than just it's a just going to be like very like. Yeah, it'll be like, and then, I mean, if, like they still, if they still push it after that, then that they get a whole other side of me, which it takes a lot to get me there. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it feels very uh, masculine to think about going and asking a guy, hey, do you want to go out on a date? And I'm sure some guys would love that. I'm sure they would. It's not going to happen for me. I'm not doing it. I don't it. blame you. Yeah, I'm not doing it because I don't, to me, I'm like, I, I still believe in very traditional um, roles. I've had some really, really good boyfriends that have had amazing manners. They open doors, they carry my bags, they, um, you know, help me put my coat on. They, you know, when I'm getting in and out of the car, they go in there helping me in and out. Um, and I love that. And so the way that I reciprocate then is obviously by doing things for them, like serving them a plate or, you know, doing things that are more feminine, um, and I do expect like, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I do expect for there to be like, Hey, you know, guys, you should be walking on the outside of the sidewalk, not letting your girl walk on the outside or for sleeping anybody next who to doesn't the door. Know. Yeah. Sleeping next to the door or, um, making sure that you open the door for her, that you carry her bags. If she has a takeout, you know, a take home tray or from, from dinner or whatever, you're carrying that to the car for her. You're making sure that she gets in the car first. Those are very, very like simple things that mean so much. They're, they they go so far. And you couple that with a well-dressed man who's a non-liar, who's a good man, godly. Like it, I don't know. I think dating has diluted itself to where people are like, it's so hard. And it's like, it's not. People just don't want to put the effort into it anymore. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it kind of goes full circle with with everything so speaking of relationships guys i have a question for you both what is the biggest lesson you both have learned from a past relationship you looking at me to start <laughs> this is gonna be a long one um i i don't know that one one lesson has been bigger or better than any of the other ones i think that everything always um, teaches you and it teaches you hopefully about yourself. Um, but the things that I've learned from relationships is that a, you have to love yourself first. Um, and you have to put yourself first because if you don't value yourself, they're not going to either. If you make yourself overly available and your, your whole life is them and their world, that's not going to work. You have to be yourself. You have to maintain who you are. Um, you have to have boundaries and you have to know what you are willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept and stick by those boundaries and be ready and willing to walk away. Um, you know, if, if somebody, if you're telling somebody, Hey, you know, I don't like how, how you're treating me, or I don't like how this is being handled. And this is a a non-negotiable for me. And you continue to complain over and over and over again, but nothing happens. They know you're not going anywhere. So you have to be willing to walk away from that situation if it's not meeting your needs and it's not it's it's breaking your boundaries so you have to have those boundaries and you have to be willing to to stick by them and and walk away i think the other one is go with your intuition listen to your gut if you are feeling like something is off it usually is off there's something that is wrong there um and you know you have to really watch 
actions because words they're a dime a dozen guys anybody can say anything to you and they can you know love bomb you and tell you how amazing you are and that you're the best thing that they've ever had and this and that and meanwhile they're back behind your back talking to you know 15 other people and still on dating apps and and going out and and you know hanging out with other people behind your back I mean I recently had that happen to me and it's one of those situations where it's like you almost end up gaslighting yourself because you're like oh no there's no way there's no way that they're doing that. Like you're I'm convincing with them. yourself. Yeah, you're, you're like I'm mm-hmm. with them all the time. I'm in. I, I mean, with my ex, I was at his house all the time with his family, with his father, with his kid. You know, I was very, very close to everybody that was in his world until I wasn't. Because mm-hmm. you're like, how's he going? What time would right, he have? And he right, and so he there found were, a time. Oh yeah, there were there were plenty of times where I had that gut instinct, and I would say to everybody that I was close to, like something doesn't feel right. It feels wrong. And they were like, oh, no, he's so nice. And he was amazing at getting people to like him because he's very charming and charismatic and he puts on a great front. But behind the scenes, I was like, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't make me feel good. And I didn't listen. And so the lesson that I I took in that is that, you know what? There were many times God was closing that door for me and I was pulling on it and I was yanking on it and I was knocking on that door and I should have let it stay shut. And I should have been okay with walking away and saying, you know what? This does not serve me because in my past relationship, yes, there were some things he did that were good. I can't say it was all a hundred percent bad. And there were things that I learned because I learned from every situation. I don't want to walk away from a situation and be like, I just spent a year there and I learned nothing. What a waste of my time. Right. But the one thing I will say is that he didn't add any value to my life. There was no value that was added to my life when, when we broke up, Um, and when I ended things, I literally walked away and it was like a sense of relief, which sounds so weird. And then all of a sudden I was, you know, in my home doing my own thing. And I was like, I am exhausted. And I realized I was so tired because I was pouring everything into him and his life and his family and his home. And my whole home life was like, I mean, you guys know, like everyone makes fun of me for being OCD and you like things super organized. Like, it wasn't like that anymore because I was so busy focused on doing that for him. So never again, ever again, will I lose myself, my identity, the love for myself for somebody else. And so that's a lesson for me that I had to learn that I have to be whole W H O L E in myself Mm -hmm. before trying to get into a relationship with somebody else because only God and I will be able to complete a whole person. Anything beyond that is just, it's not realistic. And um, man, the damage that can come from it is pretty rough. And I got lucky. I got out within a year, <laughs> a little, a little under a year, but yeah, you didn't get married. Um, I didn't get married. You I didn't have kids. kids. Um, and so all those are things that I am very, very thankful for. And like I said, I'm, I'm thankful for other things that, you know, experiences that I, I had and that I got to learn from and, and, and do, but um yeah, I, the, the lessons are, are, they were deep with this last one. And so I'm grateful for the lessons. I think that that's, that's the piece of it. I'm grateful for that. But as far as everything else goes, love yourself first, guys, have your boundaries, listen to your gut, um, and be willing to walk away if it's not working for you. Because at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. They are doing what they're doing. Um, and it's, it's amazing what people do behind your back. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. It's I mean, insane. you could be laying right next to him. I was laying right next to him and he was texting the other women. 
Um, and you know, come to find out, obviously you've been doing this for a long time. So, and the whole time I was like, no, there's no way there's no way he's just stressed out. He just needs time. He needs this. He needs that. I gaslit myself. So no more fucking your own mind because (laughs) we can do that. So that's mine. Like I told you guys, it was going to be long. What would you say your answer would be Jordan? I have a few too, honestly. The one of the biggest ones is the same one as yours. Like just trust your instinct and don't chase after nobody like Mm. i shouldn't have to chase after you to get you to feel the same way that i do i've been in a relationship where it started feeling like okay this isn't even anymore like you don't have the same feelings for me as i do towards you and that is such a fucking like uh, it's just a devastating feeling just feeling that like feeling the person that you care about fading away further like further and further um so not chasing after anybody i've made that mistake before where i'm like i will do anything to get this back to get this the way that it used to be uh uh, that's just not happening anymore i'm not doing that shit um the other biggest thing we've talked about this question before we've gone over this a little bit um the biggest thing that i kind of regret i didn't say when we were talking about this before is um is communication i feel like a lot of the time when things have ended in my relationships or situationships, wherever you want to call it, because I've been through both. Um, I will, some of the times it's been because of my lack of communication of certain things. Like I don't, I don't like the way that this conversation ended, or I don't like the way that you're treating me because of this thing. And then it's leading like to resentment, I guess you could yeah. say. Oh yeah. Um, cause I'm like, I just, I just don't want to talk to, I don't want to deal with this. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of how I feel instead of maybe if I could communicate that in a way to where I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to make you feel bad and I'm not trying to change you, but I'm trying to grow together so we can talk about this and move past it instead of letting that fester through me and I'm bottling up my emotions. Um, I, I'm still learning that even in my personal relationships, like with family, with friends, like at work it's hard for me to to talk about how i feel um i think it's because as a growing up as an only child who spent a lot of time like being alone you're used to just going through things in your head like there's times where i've gone through like i wouldn't say arguments because that sounds crazy but um i've gone through like had the conversations with someone in my head and been like okay they're not going to take this the right way and then i just let it fester Mm -hmm. and i continue to bottle up my emotions i continue to stress out about it and then i and then the bottle pops um that's happened to me in relationships before i think i've told you all this before one relationship that i had that i really regret that it ended it ended because of that because of my lack of communication i recognize that i've admitted that we've started talking about that the two of us the girl who if she watches this she probably knows i'm talking about her (laughs) (laughs) um but we've we've talked about it and I, I want to work past that because that's something no matter what situation I'm in, I need to get bigger. I'm better at like, that's the biggest thing for me is communication. Yeah. Cause um, that, that helps you across, across everything, mm-hmm, your job, exactly, your personal exactly. life, like every mm-hmm. single part of your life requires for you to be a good communicator. Yeah. It's just, I wish I would have recognized that about myself sooner 
and acknowledged it because I feel like there was a time in my life where I recognized that I was feeling that way and I wasn't acknowledging it and making and doing the work to change it. Like even I feel like when I first met you, like that was when I started recognizing that I had that, like when we would be doing like presentations and Mm -hmm. shit and um, just doing like class presentations or presentations for the school, um, which continued throughout my whole academic career, like putting on presentations and things for the district and school and all that shit. But um, there were times where I would be working in a group and I'm frustrated about one specific thing that I would continue to bottle it up. It's like, it's just bothering me. And then it ends in an explosion of like, well, why the fuck didn't you do this in the first place? And then looking back on it, it's like, how could they know if I didn't tell them? Right. How could you know that this is bothering me if I don't tell you? People aren't mind. They're not mind readers. They're not. And it's, and it's the biggest thing is like, I shouldn't assume that you know that this is what you should be doing right. or that this is going to make me feel bad. Like right. it's certain things that people have said to me, like even my own family has said things to me that have hurt my feelings and it's hard for me to communicate that now. And then I would in turn ignore them and get angry and mm-hmm. we get in an argument about it. But now I'm like, please, I, I don't want to hear that. Like that hurts my feelings when you say this about me yeah. or when, um, like like how I'm like my family would used to say that I'm sensitive. Like I would get mad at certain things, but now I can talk about it. It's like I just don't want to talk about this. This is something I don't like to talk about. I'm not mad, but let's can we please it's stay off the subject? Mm-hmm. Like boundary setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a boundary. And communication is leading me to be better at setting those boundaries. And I think it's huge that the fact that you can identify that is massive because. Um, you know, I've talked about this before where you hear that broken record, right? And and I think we all, we all experience this in a way, but you hear that broken record, those parents who are telling their kids, sit down, behave, sit down, behave, sit down, behave, sit down, behave. And the kids keep doing the same old shit that they've been doing the whole time. And they're just like running, jumping off the walls. And you're just kind of sitting there looking at them. And I've told many parents, several different people this, I'm like, you know why they're not changing? Cause they don't know what behave means. They know what sit down means, but they don't know what behave means. If they've never behaved, how do they know what that means? So I'm like, when Sammy was little, Sammy's my son. When Sammy was little, you know, I, I used to actually make Sammy take me out on dates and he had to pull the chair out and then I would give him money beforehand. And so he had to learn how to like take the check, figure out how much the tip was. He had to ask like the waiter or the waitress, can I have more water? Can, you know, my, my mom would like something for a dessert or this and that or whatever. And so he had to learn how to like open the door. I had to teach him those skills. I had to teach him what it meant to behave. So if I looked at Sammy and I said, I need you to behave, Sammy made my life super easy. He was a, I mean, other than a few things that he did, um, he was, he was such a, he's always been such a good kid. Um, but I also, I mean, I had him young. I was 18. I was like, I don't want a disrespectful child. And so I was very, very adamant on, he had to have manners. He had to have, you know, rules. And so I used to have to say to him, behaving looks like you're sitting still. You're not fidgeting. You're not talking loudly. You're not grabbing things across the table. You're not pointing at people and laughing, even though we want to, this is what behaving looks like and why you should and behave why, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, there's an appropriate time and a place and people are going to 
read your body language. They're going to see your facial expressions. They're going to see the things that you're doing and they're going to make assumptions about you based off of how you're acting. And so he learned that very, very early on. But I think it's, it's true in this situation too, because if you're like, well, I'm just a horrible communicator, but you don't ever identify why or how or how to fix that, then that's one of those things that it's like, what are you doing to make sure that that's better? And so I love the fact that you're reflective about it enough to say, you know what, this was something that I struggled with. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's a, that's a big lesson coming out of relationships where you're like, because it's very easy to become the victim. It's very it really easy. Is. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, he did this, 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 and this. In my last relationship, was he 99.9% .9 wrong in what he did? Yes. I played my role too. There were some things that I did that I could have been better about. I didn't cheat on him. I didn't do any of those things. But if I had set better boundaries, if I had been better about saying, I don't like this and sticking to it. And if I had been willing to walk away, then it wouldn't have evolved the way that it did. So it's a, it's about, um, learning and growing in that. Millie, what's yours? Um, mine isn't really what I've learned from relationship. It's mainly what I've learned from myself because my ex, nice guy, I just think it was more to do what was wrong with me and my insecurities. I was very insecure in the relationship. I'm not going to lie. I was like, going through his phone a lot like i was just trying to find something to blame him for you know and i like i'm very aware of what i did and it's just it was more what it was more with myself and not loving myself and it was more of just me portraying my insecurities into our relationship and into him and blaming him and it was just causing unnecessary problems and one thing, one biggest lesson I learned is I need to love myself first, always. Like, no matter what situation you're in, you guys always need to love yourself first. And I feel like I've learned this, like, this is, like, the biggest lesson I've learned, actually. And, like, because, like, how can you not, how can you love someone else if you don't love yourself? You can't. Exactly. You can't, exactly. You can't. Uh -huh. Exactly. And I just feel like that's the biggest lesson I've learned is I can't love someone else if I'm not giving myself the love I deserve. So definitely, that's definitely one of the biggest lessons I've learned. And moving forward, going into my next relationship, um, whoever, whatever, um, whoever God brings me. I thought you were going to say whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like huh? no. I was say, like, what, what, are you what are you trying no. to tell us here? No, what do you mean, whatever? Like, are you coming God? out? She's, she's going to start <laughs> dating like, zoo animals. We're like, Millie. <laughs> whoever God brings me in my life, um, in my next relationship, um, I know that going in there, I'm going to love myself first so I can love my partner the way they should be loved. Because me, as you guys know, um, we were talking about it like yesterday or a couple of days ago. I love love. I love making someone feel special and mm. someone feel loved. Because like on her birthday. We yeah, did, she's she's mm -hmm. good at that. I think that um, she for my birthday, there were there were several things that. Um, I had gone to California kind of like last minute, um, trip, which I did a lot. And she, she dogs, it's taco who you guys may see, um, come up here at some point, but he's, he's kind of off camera, but, um, I came home from that trip. I think it was from California, right? Or was yeah, I, you and Sammy came okay. From yeah. And, and, um, she had like banners and streamers and flowers and, I mean, it was, it was the sweetest thing to walk into. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. And then on the day of my birthday, she came over and surprised me with, um, a birthday video mm -hmm. with, um, 
some very muscular gentlemen from <laughs> we're gonna have to another that video. yeah yeah you guys will have to see this because it is pretty awesome happy birthday susan happy birthday susan we love you we love you old lady old lady hua, hua. Yeah. happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday to but um i was not expecting that it was hands down the most unique gift that i think i've i've received and i was dying laughing i mean it was hilarious and it was it's so personalized because i they called me old lady which you guys will hear them constantly calling me old lady um but um and then the day of my actual birthday i was coming back from dinner and i was really upset it was not it was not the best situation because um uh, of of something my ex had did he didn't even show up to dinner um and now i know the reasons behind where he was and what he was doing um but i uh i walked in and there were over 100 balloons blown up and i could barely walk into my room i think in fact there's still a balloon in my closet now and this my birthday was what shoot five a months year. ago um. yeah five months ago um and so uh she there were streamers everywhere and and her and Jalen were in here and it was it turned a really rough situation into something that was very very sweet and they didn't know I was walking in that upset like they had no idea but it meant so much to me and it it refocused my attention to be like you know what I am loved just because the one person who should have been there for me wasn't doesn't mean that you know I I don't have people who love me and so she's she is really really good at that but you've always done that I feel like mm -hmm. I remember you putting together like little gift baskets if somebody was having a bad day and and yeah them. the prom poster I remember mm -hmm. you having everyone write messages um and then you put it in a little jar with candy so you're very very thoughtful mm -hmm. um in that way and me not so much i'm more time-based i'm more yeah. like i want to spend time with you and i'll make you laugh and do stupid shit yeah. that makes you question my sanity but um but yeah no i think you're really really good at that that is definitely a trait that you have that is unique my thing is is like you never know what someone's going through ever like you walk by the, like well, you can walk by someone like you don't even know like a stranger you know you don't know what they're going through so like i just love making people feel special because like at the end of the day you don't know what um, challenges they're battling in their head mentally or physically um you just don't know what someone's going through at the end of the day so i like i just want to make people feel loved or like special yeah i like that mm -hmm. i wish i was better at that honestly because mm -hmm. uh, my thing is i feel the same way you do like i a lot of the time i'm more concerned with like like spending time together like yeah. let's go hang out but yeah. you it, you never know how that's or sometimes you can forget how much someone is going to be affected positively by the gifts that you're giving them and the gestures that you're showing them not right. just gifts I don't want to say gifts mm -hmm. that the gestures that you're displaying for them that are more than just like us spending time together not everybody 
that's not everyone's love language right, you know right. what I mean? um okay so we've been going for a while um we'll probably start wrapping this up soon um one question i wanted to ask y'all again we've talked about this one but i wanted to hear if y'all have different answers or if you remember your answers this time is do you remember your first valentine oh i have a different answer for this one <laughs> so actually in third grade guys guys, um, guys. actually in third grade <laughs> this guys. charming Guys. He was charming in third grade. Third <laughs> graders are charming. <laughs> the fuck, really? Charming to me. Okay. He shared his crayons. Uh -huh. He shared. Yeah, he actually did. Actually, she's like. That's he why shared his with pudding cup with me. <laughs> no. Anyway, so you know how I told you guys how on Valentine's Day in third grade you have to like decorate your own boxes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So. Did you give yourself extra Valentines so you could look extra popular? <gasps> Wait. <laughs> I just realized. Y'all can't do that. Oh, yeah. This is not for everyone who I went to third grade with. This is not who you think this is about. Okay. Just wanted to let y'all put that out there. Um, I'll tell you after the episode. I'll okay. I'll tell you the story. Um, Just say it out loud and I'll, I'll block it out. She No, so she she's worried that they're going to think it's, 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 it's um, about. Leave both of those names out, okay, please. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's and, not about him, and guys. So we nicknamed. I went to the third grade dance with him. Uh, it's or, not about I him. I nicknamed him. <laughs> Bleep that out, too, please. <laughs> yeah, that's too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. it's not about him. Okay, Anyways, keep going, keep going, keep going. It was about this um, plot twist. I kind of remember this, but one of my old mutual friends back in third grade, <laughs> I was not mutual friends. <laughs> Wait, you keep friends? using words that are wait, wait, wait. crazy Can for you third cut graders. That out, please, Jordan. This is embarrassing. Please cut Just that keep out. going. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> wait, no, it wasn't third grade. It was fifth grade. Sorry. My first Valentine's was actually in fifth grade. Okay. So, basically, guys, I used to be friends with this one girl, right? But I didn't really like her. And she used to date the guy that I'm about to bring up, okay? So, basically, during Valentine's Day, I remember we're making, like, cards or something. I kind of forgot but um, uh, my friend and that guy had broken up. So my little mischievous ass decided to make him a card because I found out he was single. So I basically wrote him a little card. and Hold I up. So you have asked someone out first before. This is a bitch. This is fifth grade. Yes. <laughs> Still counts. It still counts. counts. Still counts. Still Go counts, ahead. Dude. Still counts. Okay. So Miss I would never. <laughs> Fifth grade. So basically, I was like writing him a little nice little Valentine's card. And like, we were supposed to put them like each on their desk, like walk around the class, put them on the desk, yada, yada, yada. So I went over to his desk and I put it on his desk. And then when we sit back down, I see he had given me one. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was telling my friends, like, I was like, oh my God, guys, I got one from him. So basically, she's this still reliving the <laughs> moment yeah, right I now. I know. I know. She's like, this is, oh <laughs> this is the most detail I've heard you give oh in this God. story. I'm so sorry. But anyways, well, it's not. not a really long story. Very interesting. But yeah, that's what happened. I just got really happy. And then me and him started becoming close. And then y'all probably know the rest. We do. <laughs> Here, that's that's my screen. Uh, that's, that's your pro. That's your photo in my phone. A little dance. Mm -hmm. 
I'll show you, Jordan. Yeah, I'm like, what? I'll show you. Okay. I'll show you. All right. So um, mine was, um, it was actually pretty cute. I, it was in third grade. Um, and so I, obviously I remember Valentine's day, the boxes and the, you know, giving the Valentine's and the parties and a lot of the good stuff. But, um, there was a, a new boy in school that all the girls liked. And, um, my best friend at the time and I were with her three-year-old nephew and we were at the playground and we had those disgusting heart candies in the box. Like with the messages the chalky on them. ones. Yeah. With the messages on them. Okay. And so, it was our goal. I know this is not nice, but it's what we did. It was our goal to um, essentially get him sick. And we had him on the merry-go-round and we were feeding him the candy and we were spitting it as fast as we could. And he was sitting on it. So we we're like, it'd be funny if he threw up. I don't know why we thought it was funny. But anyway, um, the this boy comes over with his friend and he's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like nothing <laughs> we're just spinning him on the the merry-go-round and he's like okay and then we were throwing the candies at him as he was sitting on the merry-go-round mm -hmm. and so some of the candies were flying off and so the boy that liked me he went and he picked one of them up off the ground and he like reads it and he comes over and he hands it to me and i was like oh why are you handing me like something you picked up off the ground and it said i like you and i was like okay here that's gross and i threw it and then he was just like, kind of like, what the heck? Like, what is wrong with you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay. And then he's like, I'll, like, I'll be back. I got to go get something at my house. And so the day before, we had had a book fair. And there was a little typewriter pencil sharpener that I wanted, but I didn't have money. And so he was kind of following me around. And he's like, oh, do you like that? And I was like, yeah, that's really cute. It's so whatever, blah, blah, blah. So he went home and he came back and we were still spinning this kid on the merry-go-round throwing candy at him and he comes over and he hands it to me and I was like what is this and I opened it pulled it out I was like oh it's so cute I was like I, I can't believe you got that like you know I liked it I was like that's really cute I didn't think he was giving it to me and so he's like no it's for you I and bought it for you've you you've always been oblivious, oblivious. I am super super oblivious when a guy's hitting on me which is it's it's bad but um, I was like, this, that's so nice. And I handed it back to him and he goes, no, he goes, it's for you. He goes, I like you. And I was like, oh, it's all coming together. And now. All, all the pieces came together. And then, um, yeah, he ended up being my little third grade boyfriend. And, uh, we used to ride our bikes through the playground together and wow, you guys are holding hands. we did actually. Oh, really <laughs> yeah. Like but it was, it was awkward. awkward. It was like the sweaty little like handhold. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. Cause like he would get all sweaty, like be riding his bike and then we would stop. And I, it was anyway, it was, it was third grade. And, um, yeah, I remember that being a really sweet. Cause I was like, Oh, he, he paid attention to what I liked. So yeah, that was mine. Okay. <laughs> as i'm thinking about the first valentine i remember I, I she wasn't necessarily my valentine but i remember the first girl that liked me and wanted me to be her valentine um it was i hate that we're all saying third grade i feel like it's just easy to remember the third grade that's like as far back as you can remember well, as an but adult that's also probably that's also probably when you really started to look at the opposite sex uh -huh. as being like oh instead like boys like, and girls in kindergarten and first grade you're still looking at them like that's just stinky johnny sitting next to me like i don't really care 
And then in third grade, you're like, oh, exactly. he's kind of cute. So I think that's why the memories start there. So, yes, in third grade at a school here in Colorado, I kind of want to say it. Should I say it? Do you think anyone would give a fuck? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So I went to um, Venetucci here in Colorado. Um, we Farms? <laughs> we used to go to the farm and go to do the pumpkin things. It was so cool. Um, but anyway, I'll never forget. There was this girl. She was a. Is she a farmer? Nah, I hate to describe it this way, but she was like a kind of a goofy looking girl. And uh, <laughs> you liked her? No, she liked me. She was like, I remember when my mom would drop me off from school, she would be waiting for me to get out of the car, right? She wanted to her some Jordan. Pretty much. So, yeah, hell yeah. You know what it is. What <laughs> J O R D A N. That's so stupid. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Okay, no, so it's she not was, that guy. So she was stalking you um, and waiting for you at the crosswalk. Yeah. Okay. So she was waiting for me like at the bus, I mean, not at the bus drop off, at the car drop off where your parents would drop you off at. She would be waiting for me. She'd be like, hi, Jordan. And um, she would like, I remember she started like saying that I was going to be her boyfriend, oh. like Chowder. You ever oh, seen Chowder? Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, so I'm like, I'm not your boyfriend. Like it was just like chowder. Like I'm not your boyfriend. We're not. No, this is not a thing. I even remember telling my mom about this, and she thought it was so funny. She thought it was hilarious. But anyway, Valentine's Day comes around, like a w- couple days before it or a week before it, when they send the list home with everyone's names mm-hmm. on it. Um, she st- kept asking me what I wanted from Valentine's Day, and I remember being like, I don't nothing i don't want anything <laughs> i am not your boyfriend i i don't want anything from oh, you because i i wasn't trying okay, to no no, no I'm yeah, just go ahead. yeah i remember going. like i'm not trying to like make you think i'm your boyfriend so anyway that rolls around the valentine's day party happens we got all the cookies in the mailboxes where everybody's putting their valentines in each other's mailboxes and i remember reading hers and it had said something that was like way too much for a third grader like it was like if you got a if you went to target and you got a card that was like for your husband (laughs) like they have those cards that say for husband and um i i hate admitting this but i remember giving it back to her and being like i don't want this i'm not your boyfriend i probably phrased it like maybe a little bit more mean unfortunately um, because you she probably called her ugly. <laughs> like, I don't think goofy. I called her ugly. I don't think I called her ugly. It's like, I know I'm not your boyfriend. Okay. I'm not your man. <laughs> no, ugly is crazy. I do not like you. I am not <laughs> your me boyfriend. Alone. Yeah, pretty much. And then I remember um, she just didn't like, I don't know. I felt like she didn't get it, but she still like kind of laid off on me. Then a few weeks later she started liking this other boy and i remember it made me feel something <laughs> okay so oh so we God. all know like steve urkel right how he was obsessed with flora so i had my my own like version of urkel like every single year from the time i met him when we were in second grade second third grade every single year he would ask me out and it wasn't just once it was literally at the beginning of the year middle of the year and end of the school year and mm-hmm. he would do it every and i would be like no no what year no. did you say this was i had third grade is okay. i think when it started and 
he like for every holiday Christmas, I would always find random shit on my desk. Valentine's Day. If it was my birthday, oops, you got a surprise gift. And it was nice. But I was like, I don't like you. And this continued on from elementary school to middle school to high school. Wow. Then he ended up dating somebody in high school. And I was like, that's what Laura did. That's not an option anymore. But I didn't like him. Mm -hmm. It just kind of was that like, I was like, and then I was like, get, get a hold of yourself, Susan. You do not want this boy. He has wanted you for freaking years. And I was like, but it's that little, like you said, it's like, it makes you feel some type of way where you're like, okay, that's not an option anymore. But I mean, truthfully, it still would be. It's just, it's just crazy. Cause you're like, you've been going after me for so long uh-huh. and now you got somebody else. Yeah. It's like you, you almost want what you can't have. I don't want it, but I didn't want to not have it as an option. I remember that's the first time like being like feeling that type of way being like, damn, like, why are you with this other boy now? Yeah. You know? So that was weird, but yeah, that's the first one that I could remember that sticks out to me. I wanted to tell that one after I thought about it. Cause I'm like, that shit was just crazy. That's like one of the, that's happened to me before. Like even in high school, I've had girls that have been like, I don't like you, man. Like this ain't the same thing. Like they be hitting me up and shit. But, um, that's the first time that's ever happened, and she wanted to be my Valentine, and I was not returning the favor. You're like, I'm not dating your goofy ass. Yeah, like, Hi, sorry. Sammy. Guys, I Sammy. I thought I heard him coming. You'll see Sammy on the show and here in a couple of episodes. Don't worry. You'll get to meet him. But he just got home. Yes. That's but my son. You want to put your hand in the son. camera? Yeah, sticky. Yeah, just say Don't hi. show your face. Just put your hand. You can show your face. Oh, there he that's is. Sammy. There's my kid. That's the boy. That's, He'll be on the, that's my He'll kid. He'll be on the show, guys. So, in a yes. few episodes. Um, speaking of episodes, this one is going to come to a close. Uh, we really hope you all enjoyed it. We had fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was this, this was cool. This was fun. I like this. Yeah. I think so too. I think um, moving forward, just so that everyone understands, kind of this this is what it's going to be like. It's very open. It's very raw. It's very real. Um, it's just it's us bringing stories and our opinions and our perspectives to to you guys and um hopefully you guys can learn something or you know take something away from it or just even laugh and just just enjoy the the randomness that comes from it but um we're going to be doing this and um we're, we're hoping that you guys can join along and come along in the journey and just know that everything you get from us is always going to be 100 percent real it's going to be just like it was in my classroom you guys know I didn't tolerate the bullshit. I nope. didn't tolerate the fakeness. Nope. I did not tolerate the I'm better than everybody nope. mentality. Nope. Um, you know, and I was very, very big on you guys having manners and acting right. And we did crazy stuff, but you guys always got your stuff done. You guys always took care of business. Mm-hmm. And we were always doing way more than anyone ever expected. But we did it with all this love and just supporting each other. And so... We're maintaining that here, too. We know that a lot of you know us, have gotten to sit and have these conversations with us. And so we invite you to reach out and, hey, Gamez, I want to be on your podcast. All right, we'll, we'll get you in. Yeah, we'll put Colin. you on the guest we'll, star. We'll get you guys in to, to talk about things. Um, we'll be reminiscing. A lot of stories are going to come up. Yes. Um, and a lot of a lot of just, <clears throat> I know how valuable, how invaluable, I should say, sharing your story is. Um, and, and really just talking about the things that are going on in your life. And so, um, that has always been such a cathartic healing process that I think 
we have taken for granted sometimes. Uh And I've had a lot of my former students say to me, like, I miss the fact that we had that group and we could just talk and we could just, you know, have those conversations. Like I don't have that anymore. And it's, it's not, it's not an existent in in our life. And so here we are bringing it to you. um, And we invite you guys to be a part of the conversation with us and to, to join in. Um, and to just continue to be a part of the family. Like I tell everyone, once you're part of my family, you're always a part of my family. Um, and so we are inviting you all to join this crazy, crazy family. And you guys will continue to see and hear more from us. But um, we're so thankful for you guys and for, for joining in and for, for giving us an opportunity to, to do this on this bigger scale. So, um, you know, God willing, we're going to continue to grow this and we're going to keep pushing it because we, we feel very, very strongly about what we're doing and the value that it's going to bring to everybody. So, mm-hmm. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I hope you guys have a good day, good night, good afternoon, whatever time you guys are watching this at. And Jordan. Yes, okay. Zoom in on me. Are you zoomed in yet? Are mm-hmm. you looking at me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this is my spiel, okay? Y'all want to help us grow this podcast? Hmm? Do you want to... Do you want to bring this message to more people? Do you want to laugh with more people that you might not have laughed with before? First of all, subscribe to the channel that you're watching this on. Because if you're watching me, if you're looking at my face right now, you need to be subscribed to this channel. Please. Um, if you didn't like this video, please like the video. Um, we'd really appreciate it. If you're listening to my voice on the podcast app, give us a rating, um, a five-star rating to be specific, because we'd really appreciate that too. And if you have an opinion on any of the topics we talked about today, go ahead, comment down below. Do you see that? Do you see it saying comment? Comment down below. We want to hear your thoughts. If you thought what we said was amazing and you love what we had to say, let us know. If you hated our opinions, if you thought like one of us was stupid, if you think what I'm doing right now is stupid, tell me right now down below. But we're not put, we're not dealing with haters either because I don't play around with that kind That's of true. crap. That's so true. Yeah. Here's, here's the difference and I'm going to say this. You can be honest, but you don't have to be brutally honest. And you can get on here and you can give us your opinion. I'm going to tell you right now, I won't always necessarily care what your opinion is, but we want to hear it. But if you come at us with hate, it's not going to end well. Exactly. We were zoomed in on her face now. Now you're back to me. <laughs> okay. That was a hey, good point. Hey, give me for a second. We're good. Okay, go. Go. Go ahead. Oh, I just want to do it. <laughs> okay, we're back to me, baby. <laughs> so... In saying that, thank you guys for joining us once again. We've all said thank you. We all love you very much. We'll see you in the next one. We're coming to a close. And we are done. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.